Hustle and Heart Studios presents Going Viral, staying sane, healthy, and connected during the coronavirus outbreak of 2020. Yes, we have a new normal, people, and it's all about social distancing, homeschooling, staying home, self-quarantining, and trying to stay healthy during this crazy time. I'm your host, Melissa Rush, and this is a new segment called Going Viral. Tune in on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and every place that you listen to podcasts. This is going to be a dial-in, phone call, Skype, or FaceTime podcast where people can call in and express their concerns, their triumphs, their little victories, or in their hardships. So this is a time for everybody to stay connected and support each other. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Melissa Rush, and this is Going Viral, the podcast. Let's do this. Yes. Hi, David. How you doing? I'm so excited to introduce my next guest, David Yaz. He is the founder and CEO of Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. David, welcome. I'm so excited to have you right now. And me, Melissa Rush, the Hustle and Heart Studios meets Going Viral podcast. And I am so excited to have you, Dave. I'm excited to be here. And you did the rolling start thing, which is the mark of a shrewd podcaster. It's that old, it's that old thing. You get the, the guest on and the guest says, wait, are we recording right now? But I didn't say that. No. And you know what? <laughs> I am so excited to have you, Dave, because you are my podcast mentor. Well, uh, you and, are. uh, as long as you realize that when you go on to fame and fortune, I will show up and exploit your success in some fashion. Well, I, I That's wouldn't the deal ex- we make, right? I wouldn't expect anything less from you. Um, <laughs> but really, you. Um, in honor of, of our meeting today, I think it's almost a year since we first met. And it yep. is Rose Friday. Okay. <laughs> the very first time we met, I presented you and Carrie with a bottle of Rose. I remember. And we had fun that day. And in honor of that, I toast you, David, and I'm so happy to have you with us today. Cheers to you. I, I uh, haven't broken out the booze yet, but believe me, we're, we're minutes away. I know. <laughs> it's what every day is. When, when, when am I supposed to switch over from caffeine to alcohol? <laughs> uh, three o'clock. Three yeah. o'clock okay. in, in okay. my house. Well, especially um, it's a Friday, so. It's yeah. a Friday. So I think we, you know, we, I started today at three. But I have to say that I have been so thrilled to have gotten to know you. Um, my first visit to Pod 617 was, oh, here comes my daughter, because, you know, we are working from home. This is work from home. This is Abby. Uh, hey, life, Abby. Life would not be complete uh, if you can't have a home office uh, invaded by your children, pets, delivery men. All right, Abs, mm-hmm. close the door now. Thank you. So we're, we're running a madhouse here, Dave. Everyone's turned into their own little reality show. That's what life is. Now. It is. And you know what, though? <laughs> um, the one thing that gets me so excited to get up every day is to podcast. And I do owe, again, Good I on owe you. that so much to you because I, I found out about Pod 617. I had my own interests um, in podcasting. And you guys just took me under your wing and were so kind to me, gave me so many great, helpful Uh, professional tips. And I really do appreciate you. And I do want you to know that um, my passion for podcasting is alive and well. And this is my second podcast. So Mm -hmm. Going Viral Podcast was started out of pure uh, necessity 
as we're all at home here trying to do our best, live our lives in the new normal. Tell me yeah. how things have been going with you and your house, your family, your business. What's been going on since the whole COVID-19 quarantine? Yeah, it's been a combination of everything, a little bit crazy, a little bit, um, you know, pivoting as we say, and, and trying to figure out what the new normal really is. All I right, was hearing I like uh, the Wizard of Oz voice coming from behind the curtain. Oh, I thought it was yeah, God. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the good thing is, the good thing is that we've been doing remote podcasting for years now. And so we, this is not necessarily anything new to us. And it's a good time to, to reach people. People are at home, they want to hear from you. So what the hey, right? Um, but, you know, I'm, I mean, my kids are happy, you know, they're healthy, you know, it's scary to think of what this is going to do to the business world and maybe the podcast world too. But time being, we're, I'm super busy. We're, I'm doing something similar on the Boston podcast. I'm welcoming any business owners that want to come on and promote what they do, you know, for free. Just come on and let us That's know you're so alive. so great, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You'd ask me how the business has changed. And we've, we do have offers for things like if you go on our website and check it out, we'll send you out a USB mic if you want to do this like quickie kind of uh, podcast startup at a price much lower. And then the other thing we're doing is, is I, I mentioned to you, you know, free guest on the Boston podcast if you want to promote your business. That's anyway, what I do right now. I mean, that's essentially yeah. what I'm doing. You are doing, right you're now. doing something very, yeah, we had the same idea. No question. And by the way, it wasn't even my idea. It was, it was, it was um, a friend of mine, Catherine, who's a podcaster in the, New Orleans um, market. Anyway, but um, your show sounds great. I didn't, I was, I was just listening and then I had to disconnect to get on with you, but um, you had, yeah, I don't know if you completed the joke or whatever. You were playing that song by John Mayer waiting for the world to change, right? Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was so funny because that's this, my son, Adrian, the one, the one with autism, he keeps singing that song. Except Aww. He keeps saying, Waiting for Corona to end. We keep on waiting. Have waiting you for- shown? Have you shown him? Um, there's a whole bunch of fun parody videos on YouTube. That, of that, or just in general. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in general, there was a couple really good ones um, that I had um, that I had found, and I can send them to you if he likes that kind of stuff. But it really is. It really is fun to, yep. you know, get creative with this stuff. I mean, we're in the to. middle. We have to be creative and we have to see, you know, we're both humorous people by nature. I mean, I would say you're the more dry humor type fellow. Uh, thank you, I think. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I'm yeah. more like, yeah, you know, a little more like <laughs> out there. That's good. But, I'm, I'm yeah. always happy to be a straight man. Yeah, you're the straight man and I'm kind of like, you know, <laughs> yep. kind of yep. comedian. But um, I think... I couldn't survive without humor in general. And I think that there comes a time when we have to be light and we have to be funny and we have to be like, holy shit, I have no clean underwear. Well, who cares? No one's going to see us. You know, those kind of moments. One of my girlfriends, Valerie McSorley, who I interviewed uh, recently, she opened up a a kind of a co-working events space, The Hive. I'm totally just promoting everybody today. Um, but, But she said that, you know, and she's a real dear friend of mine and we're going to be partnering together. And we really do as business owners and entrepreneurs, we have to pivot. We have to come up with new places that we can do our business. So if you were a hands-on business person, you're going to have to do things remote. You're going to have to use Zoom. You're going to have to do things um, off online rather than offline. So as podcasters, you know, we're sort of like uh, the voice of the world, but um, you know, yeah 
I feel so empowered to talk and speak and invite people in that it's, it's invigorating and energizing me. Do you feel the same way? Oh yeah. I mean, in many ways, this kind of is our time for the podcasters to rise up and take over. Dave, how can we make a million dollars? Can we, can we just like, let's sign a blood pact right now. Let's, this, this, this needs to be our time. We need to be the people who are, you know, I want to make money. I want to do this. I want to, I want to help people and and help myself. (laughs) Well, yeah. And, and if there was, there's still no magic way to do that. And and you know this, and most podcasters know that the, to, to make money is, is the worst reason to start a podcast. Yeah. And, and, you know, the podcast that we produce, you know, it's no secret. Our business is people pay us to produce their show. And we tell people, we'd love for you to make money off of your show, but see it as, something different. See it at you. It's not the same as having being like Joe Rogan or Mark Marin or anyone who's got, you know, a million that that is a different category altogether. Your podcast should be something that you create for a, a reason that is likely to come true no matter whether you make money or not. In other words, you want it's a passion project. You want to create something that you're proud of. You want to create something that will help you sell something else. That's a big one. So that's I mean, that's the, probably the best way to, to think about so I'll give you a quick example. We, you know, we produce a podcast called Twin XL, and um, Laura DeVoe and Beth Grampetro are these two experts on the subject of college. Uh, I was not want to say college planning. It's not really that. It's it's giving advice to parents whose kids are in college or are on their way to college. Now, what they're what they're doing is they're reaching out to colleges. They're going to begin a speaker series where the colleges pay them to come in as experts. We'll do it as a live podcast. And now they've got a way to monetize their podcast. Absolutely. Now, now it's not the podcast itself that's doing it. So you can, you know, you can sell merch. A lot of people do that. Um, but if it Dave, looks- I'm doing tube tops and oh, yeah? thongs to accompany this podcast. So I'm going to get that in my merch store. How about um, something for the men? Well, no, that they, fun. that's what it, that the thong, what do you mean? <laughs> The, the banana hammocks are for the men. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, but I do. I'm it, sorry, totally, to totally uh, gives new meaning to hustle and heart. Right. I, I well, that's which, you know, yeah. there's gonna there's yeah. gonna be merch, and you're gonna you know, I'm gonna oh, send I'm, you. Oh. I'm gonna send you a pair. No, make me pay for it. I want to support <laughs> you. I want to support your pod. And you can't. Podcasters should know. I mean, there are a way to do like the tip jar thing. Oh. Like to do, you could you can do. Um, <laughs> Pay, through Patreon and other services. You I did. Say. I just recently yep. joined Patreon. Um, That's good. That's and good. I'm sort of, you know, again, this is kind of a, a, a learning curve for all of us, but I did recently, you know, I have some favorite podcasters who I absolutely love. And, and you mentioned a few earlier, but, you know, keep in mind that a lot of people that podcast are professionals in their own field before right. podcasting. So if you're a Joe Rogan, you were a comedian and an actor for 25 years yeah. before you did this. If you're a Mark yeah. Marin, comedian and actor. You know, mm. most people are coming into podcasting as an expert in a field. You have divorce attorneys, you have, um, you know, organizers, you have people that are doctors. That, that The reason why people listen to podcasts is because they are listening to people who are experts in their field, people who they can relate to. And the whole reason why I got into podcasting is because I've always loved the spoken word. I was a radio DJ in, in, in high school and, and in, you know, in college. And then, damn it, I love to talk. And I, and I love to, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I love to, but I, more than that, I, I love to learn and I love to hear as much as I love to talk and hear my own voice. I truly love talking to people and, and digging deep. And even though sometimes we do 
do surface conversations because that's a lot of fun too. Mm -hmm. I really just love to dig into people's brains and say, what is it like to be a doctor? Well, what is here, it like? I got an idea for you how to make your millionaire. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Let's how, do that. Okay. Ready? How you start. So, yep. Cha-ching. Um, so people are looking for, we talked about this earlier on, on your show that people are looking for things to do online, virtual happy hours and stuff. And I've wrestled with this doing this for pod 617. So. You were saying how we have to pivot and we have to change and we have to offer new services and the way to make a million. And Oh, I got it. I'm back. Yes. To it. Yep. Okay. So it was the, yeah, the I've got the other half of your brain. No Thank worries. Thank you. I appreciate it. The, it was the happy hour idea. So what you do is you host a, a virtual happy hour, but it could be a, a virtual trivia night or it could be a virtual panel discussion or something. It's going to entertain people for about um, an hour. So let's, or let's say, you know, you've got a bunch of friends. You're very entertaining, Melissa. Let's say you get two other friends who are equally as crazy and entertaining and you're going to do stand-up comedy for, maybe it's for your first time or maybe it's not but it's going to be a, a, a comedy night. Everybody pays, you know, five bucks, 10 bucks. Okay. And maybe you get 40 people on there and it become it can be both a podcast and a little bit of a live show. And there's going to be a lot more of these things that, you know, they're starting to, to pop up and uh, trivia games and online courses have always been around, but they've never been more important. That's awesome. Yeah. But, I, but again, I think these are kind of exciting problems or exciting challenges for us as podcasters that, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like these, yeah. and then there's the time where, you know, there's people dying. Um, you know, even when governor Baker got on the other day and talked about his um, best friend's mom passing away. I mean, it, we, a bunch of us were on a, a zoom chat last night and we're all living in Massachusetts, but just how he really was showing his humanity and how lucky we are that we do have, or how lucky we are that we live in Massachusetts, you know, just to get political here, because right now we're basically, all of the states are self-governing because the president has one plan, which is to open up America and to fire Dr. Fauci and mm. to stop giving money to the World Health Organization. And all of the governors, mayors, senators are like, um, nope, we're going to do our own thing. Right. I mean, yeah, what, the, I know, what is it's, happening? You know what's even scarier? Because just to, to pick up on that, you know, the, the president is saying, it's scary enough that the president says one thing, and then Dr. Fauci, this very smart scientist guy, is saying something different. Um, what's doubly scary is that Trump is, um, I'm trying to make this apolitical. I don't know if I don't can. Don't make it. He's, Who okay, cares? He's, he's a complete uh, he's ass. The, no, he is. And he's the, he's the king, but, but even worse, maybe he's the king of misinformation. Yes. Right? So he, he has gotten a, it, it's the simplest of tricks. And yet somehow it's worked for him when there's some criticism of him, whether it's fact or opinion, he says, fake news, right? So he's trained all of his followers to think to, to think fake news. So if they see something negative about him, they're like, oh, well, that's fake news. They're lying. They just don't like Trump. What's scary is now there's this virus that's killing people and we need to listen. And so if he, he's kind of been, I mean, I don't think he's done anything right. Don't get me wrong, but, but he at least has gone along with certain advice suggested by the CDC. If he went completely the other way, 
Lord help us. You'd have half and half. Dave, half he is cut. going the other way. He well, wants to open up the economy on, on May 1st. And so and that could get really scary because the, because what's going to happen is people, even if there's like this, these voices out there, sorry to interrupt you, by the way. No, 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 but, you're not interrupting. But, no, but, you're not at all. Yeah. But if there are these voices, you know, out there that are saying, God, no, please don't open anything up yet. People, you know, Trumpians are going to go, Oh, that's fake news. They're, they're trying, yeah. they're trying, they're trying to bring down Trump. I mean, yeah. And he has the gall to, he, he actually, you know, has the gall to say, I think a lot of this stuff about the virus is just is designed to make sure that I don't get reelected. It's like, what? Nobody gives yeah. a damn about your yeah. election right now. I know. Well, <laughs> no, know? The, well, the, yeah. well, that's the problem is that when we're dealing with a medical issue, the only people that know about medical issues are doctors and scientific researchers. Okay. We're not talking about, oh, should we open this uh, bridge or should we open this canal and right. should we join with another nation and share oil? Should we, you know, give nuclear secrets to this country? We're talking about health. The mm -hmm. one thing that unites us all is that we're all human beings and that we all can die of this disease. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that makes us a united world is that yep. we all are susceptible to disease. You know, People in certain areas of the world, Africa, I mean, they're not even on the same, they, they don't have, we have first world issues like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to get my self tanner in time right. for the spring. And <laughs> right, oh, my, yeah. my daughter's, you know, like literally the most first world thing that happened to my family was we tried to rent the Trolls World Tour mm -hmm. movie that came out on Friday night last week. And it was pixelated because so many people were trying to order it. And oh. so- I mean, that is a bummer. That would bum me out. It is, but but, <laughs> but, but how yeah. pathetic? How pathetic yep. is it? And how grateful? How much gratitude do I have in my life that my biggest worry last week was whether or not I could rent my children the tools movie? Well, I yeah. can't even begin right. to feel so embarrassed by that. But obviously, I'm a I'm a grown you know educated woman who. Of course, I know that that's ridiculous, but but in truth, I think that that Trump is is saying he's living in a, in a, in, a, in a little golden castle. He's yeah. not he's not involved with the real world. He's living in his own fantasy world, in his own private jets, in his own multi billion dollar enterprises, and he doesn't give a shit if the 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 janitor or the cleaning woman or you know his dog walker gets COVID. He'll just hire right. another one. Fire him, hire him. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, no, he he doesn't. He cares about his own self-adulation, his people telling him he's good and that he's got the best ratings. You know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just waiting for him to say this has been the best virus ever. Oh it's, yeah, it's a, <laughs> you know, no, but um, it's true. You know, and it's yeah. very sad. But but the thing that I'm thankful for is that you know whether uh, obviously you can tell I'm a Democrat, but but whether or not you're for or against Trump, at least your states you know, wherever, whatever state you live in, if you have good leadership in your state, then right. you will be somewhat protected. I would hate for people to start opening their businesses thinking that, that that's the right thing to do. And then as yeah. or the, the doctors are saying, as soon as you go outside and start opening up business again, we've just killed the six week quarantine that we just- Right, right, done. right. Undone everything that we've done to this yeah. point. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it is weird. I mean, I don't, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a CNN reporter, so I don't have all the information. But what I do know is that people are scared. People do not want to get this virus. People do not want to transmit it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, right. You, you'll you'll be able to wait until the, the Trolls movie yeah. comes through un, yeah. unimpeded. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, you know, maybe, you know, hopefully people do get some perspective from this. I'm, I'm a wise guy sometimes on, on social media, and I think we're friends on Facebook. Absolutely. Someone, someone will pe- post something like, oh, my God, how many times have I had to run the dishwasher today? <laughs> and I wanted to say, what I said was, first, hashtag first world problems. But what I wanted to no, say true. was, how are you coping with the dishwasher? You, you had to run it six times. Usually it's once a day at the most. Oh. Six times today. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> I know. You know. I know. And it's, you know, and again, like, we're lucky in that we, we do come from a, a great background and we're yeah. fortunate, but you know what? Other people don't and we get it. And, and, and sending a joke or a meme is not being insensitive to others. No, no. It, it, the, the memes are great. Keep the memes coming as yeah, long keep as the memes coming as long as, as they're tasteful. Yeah. And just don't tasteful memes. Yeah. Right. As long know? as you're not, I just don't want to hear you you know, hysterical and complaining about shit that you, because there are people with real problems. There are yeah. people who work in, in the hospitals and, I mean, Jesus, I mean, you know, we, we have friends that are, friends that are all kinds of professionals and yeah. some of them happen to be doctors. So if, if your spouse is a doctor, you're pretty scared shitless right now if that doctor's working at a hospital where they're treating patients, you know, it's, it's, and it's not like the doctor's going to say, well, I, I, I can't go into work today. No, that we need him to go into yeah. work and, and most likely he knows that's what he signed up for or she, excuse me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going on a tangent. I've had my, I've had my rosé, you know, it's, it's been one of those days, Dave, that we're just kind of going in circles, but yeah. What day is today? I, it's today is actually Friday and it is in April. I think we're in week six. I don't know. I don't know. I, the first time, the first time one of these Fridays rolled around, I, I posted something on social media that said, this is the first Friday in history that doesn't feel like a Friday. You know, this is the first Friday that, that you, you're not allowed, you can't say, thank God it's Friday. Although it's funny, the weekend rolls around. I still kind of feel like it's the week. You still can feel it, even though it's really no different than a Wednesday now. <laughs> I mean, if well, you, you know wanna, what's even worse yeah. is that it's April vacation Yeah. next week. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriends and I were all on a, you know, we have our text chains that are quite hilarious. And I'm trying to figure out a way to, publish those because those Dave <laughs> if you could listen to 12 women with children some single some divorced some married mm-hmm. some will you name it you would really get an insight onto how women think because <laughs> there's 12 of us on there and the giffies are going back and forth and the yep. funny oh, oh my god funny. but we were like you know what we're not going to tell our kids it's April vacation yeah. we're just going to be like oh it's monday homeschool time and then those teachers had the gall to tell them that it's april vacation so now my kids know that it's april vacation oh, and i'm no. so mad because That's i was no just going to have them homeschool for the next week um, yeah i mean they got to do something <laughs> yeah i'm thankful i'm very thankful that the teachers um in our town at least have have april vacation because they've been really working their butts off and have been so incredible and you know, I salute all the teachers of the world um, who've been really there for our kids. Um, but damn it, I really was counting on them not telling my kids that yeah, it was. would have been because, nice. Because, you know, I said, Emily, we're still going to do a little bit of homeschooling. She goes, oh, no, we aren't. It's April vacation. <laughs> so, <laughs> next week, Dave, you're going to have to check in with me because I'm going to be, you know, high on the vine. Send I'm over. I'll send over some more rosé because yes. you'll have to replenish. It's funny, <laughs> Dave, I have to tell you, the other day yep. the, the, the Amazon man came by and I was waiting, you know, I, I try to order every like, you know, once a week so that we have something to look forward to 
you know, one day it'll be sure. Barbies. Another day it was false eyelashes. Another day it was a set of, it was, oh, it was tennis balls. Yeah, okay. When that man came to the door, mm-hmm. I saw that, I saw that truck coming down the corner. Mm-hmm. I opened my door and it was as if we, it was as if it was gone with the wind. I was like, hello, <laughs> how are you? And he looked exactly like Idris Ilba. And I oh, tell nice. you, I would have jumped into that car. <laughs> my husband was upstairs. My husband was upstairs right. working. And he sh- and I said, hi, how are you? Yeah, that's romance and, in the quarantine was, era. You know, yeah. he was like, hi, honey, how are you doing? <laughs> how are you holding up? And I, I got, and I was, oh my God. <laughs> flirting with me and I tell you he was like honey how you doing I said I'm homeschooling he's like there you go girl you know yeah. and 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 I can't wait to order another package next week <laughs> you get a rec- because you get a request wait. uh Idris I'm yeah gonna request Idris and then um you know we have our our local postman who comes by he's and every day I say thank you you know and and I you look forward to the silly mundane things that mm. we often um, just overlook. You know, the business comes back. I mean, h- history has shown, you know, even through the Great Depression, the, the stock market rebounded, people got more work, they got more jobs. So I, I'm not so sure society can completely collapse, but it, it is going to look a lot different. And it, it's a, a year from now, most of the stuff I think will be back to work, but back to the way it was, except there will be things. Some people are going to suggest, I mean, Dr. Fauci said no more handshakes. Ever, ever, ever. I can't shake ever. or... And I guess that it goes for hugs too. And like, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger too, Dave. What yeah. are we going to do? I don't know. It's almost like we're going to have to have a laminated card, you know, that shows which people were allowed to hug and which, whichever greed to let them. <laughs> Melissa, you can hug me when, the, when this thing is over. You I can promise. hug me. I promise. Uh, yeah, I will. Thank you. But you know, so that's it, one hug. You know, now, have you ventured, do you venture out to the grocery store? I go out about once a week. Okay. Okay. Now I do have girlfriends. Um, gosh, it's been what five, six weeks now. Who haven't left the, left the house at all? That's ugh. all it's, right. It's well, weird. I, I yeah, I, I I try to get out uh, at least outdoors. Well, every other day. <laughs> oh no, I've I been, go outdoors been, every day, yeah, Dave. But uh, yeah, no, I've been braving the grocery store, and there are some people in my life who are scared, and so I try to make the run for them as well. Yeah. Um. But and um. But it is, it's, it is bizarro land. It is, you go to the grocery store, it's like, you know, pick your post-apocalyptic movie and that's what it feels like, or like yeah. The Handmaid's Tale or like- Oh, I've been know. reading that. Did you, did yeah. you, on my Instagram, I recently posted when we had a beautiful sunny day, I was outside and, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a horribly slow reader, but you know, this is a great time for me to catch up on reading because what else are we going to do? Yeah. And I took, I had been watching the, the, the Handmaid's Tale on Hulu and then- I think my dad or my mom or somebody had one from a couple years ago and I found it and I said to my girlfriends on Instagram and really the whole world, because you know who everyone's on Instagram everyone's, these days, of course. everyone's on there. Um, mm-hmm. It's Melissa Rush or Hustle and Hard podcast, of course. That's and right. I said, just reading the handmaid's tale, just in case <laughs> I need to know who I am, you know, cause I'm, yep. you know, I could possibly be, you know, an of, of Alfred somebody, yeah. Or, you know, because I'm still, I'm in my 40s, you know, I could be useful in that way. Um, Then there's other people in their 50s and 60s, and they would be Martha's. Yes. And and it's scary. And it takes place in Boston and Harvard Yard. And, you know, these kind of um, dystopian 
post-apocalyptic yep. movies, Mad Max, all this mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, this is, <laughs> I know. you know, the, know. The, the animal farm. I mean, these things are not <laughs> yeah. a joke. Yeah. And you, and you asked how, what are the rules going forward as far as who has it and who doesn't have it? I mean, it's, it's stressful because eventually when the, you know, the first time your kid wants to go on a play date with someone oh. after, after the stay at home order, well, how, how carefully do you, you know, monitor what, whether that family is okay. And even if that family is okay, who are they hanging out with? And so I, I kind of hope that once the, the stay at home order is, is, is over, we don't actually have to do that. We actually, the advice I hope will be, you're going to have, you get, continue, everybody continue to be careful, but you're going to have to throw a little caution in the wind and say, yeah. we're just going to have to trust that other people are being safe too. I hope that's it because I, who wants to get into this? It's like, do we need to draw a Zen diagram of the people I've been yeah. within five feet of, you know? You know, and like I said, I, I feel fortunate that I live in a, a, a wonderful community, close friends, you know, my father and my sister live fairly close by. We have a close knit group of friends and neighbors and we have a couple neighbors there are two families, each with like three teenagers, and they're kind of, they're quarantining together. Okay. So you kind of have like your little crew that's kind of, right. and especially if you're a single person or you're divorced or you've never been married or what have you, even my dad, he's a, a widower, and um, but he loves his television. He loves his, you know, his computer, but I'm fortunate that I have people in my family and I have neighbors, but I do feel badly for people that don't have that outlet and are truly scared. And it's good to have a small quarantine crew. I know people yeah. get people get mad, but you do. It's if you if you have a couple, you know, one or two people that you're quarantining with, and you're not seeing anyone else. I'm not even hugging. I'm not going near my sister and my father. We right. we waved from the window. And yeah, and yeah, my my parents are pushing 80. Sorry, mom and dad, you're not quite 80. I realize it's that. It's okay, mom. <laughs> they're in there. Yeah. And they, um, on the plus side, they're kind of homebodies to begin with. So they were like, we're good. We just, we went back and started with season one of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh my God. And, and it's a great, right. And they're like, we don't even remember what happened in season one anyway. So it's like, we're watching it for the first time. Oh, I love um, it. Are they okay, we, Dave? Are they, is their yeah, health they, okay? Yeah, they're okay. I mean, yeah. And my dad had quadruple bypass just last year. And so we want them obviously to be as careful as they can and, and they are. And then on Sunday nights, we started this thing with my folks and aunts and uncles and cousins and everything. We just started doing a, a 7 PM, you know, happy hour or whatever you call it. And we've gotten as many as, you know, 12 or 18 people on this thing. And we've started to play games or someone will create a funny video or something and just share it. Have I take it you've been doing a lot of these virtual happy hours, right? Yeah, yeah, I have. I have like a standing one with my in-laws. Um, so we all Zoom from across the country, usually on Sundays around four. We actually have a standing um, sort of my couple friends that I've known for like 20 years. Um, and they're kind of all over the place. And and then we have a girl, you know, ones with my girlfriends. And so it's it's fun. And I, I encourage people to do these standing happy hours, coffee hours. And I know I, as I was talking to my doctor friend, Eric, um, you know, we have telemedicine now, we have telehealth. If you need to see your therapist, get on that FaceTime therapy, you know, any type of 
medical conditions or therapy, things like that, even you're a lawyer, you can get on and talk with them face to face. You know, I'm totally, I hope everybody takes advantage of that and realizes that we're all in the same boat. Um, The kids are doing it too. Like I've got little kids that are in second and third grade and I finally succumbed to the pressure to put them on a sort of a kids only messenger. And, you know, it's nice for them that they have, you know, I give them after they do their homeschool stuff, not to bore anybody, but you know, the kids, they get on and they have a closed network and they just, you know, they just have the freedom. I give them the iPad, I give them my phone and they're allowed to chit chat with people for an hour or two, and then they can come back to it. And we all need to give each other a break. We all have to say, you know what, there is laundry on the floor, you know, and, and, and I don't know about you. You Matt, look, you look, you look great, Melissa. Well, you, do. you know, Dave, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who always comes correct with when I'm doing a zoom or a podcast, you know, I'm going to look my best. I got out of uh, very sweaty, dirty clothes to get showered and get ready for this because I, I wanted to put my best foot forward. Um, Thank you. If you look at my virtual background, Melissa, this is what I looked like, like two days ago. I did. I, and now Melissa's looking at two of me. So I had hair. Um, <laughs> Uh, just as of like the other day, oh, you've lost and, your hair. <laughs> and yeah, so this was this is a funny goof, by the way. It's a good prank. I know you can't see it, podcast listeners, but you can put a video. Uh, I put a video of myself and so and in the background, yeah. and now it looks like I'm invading my my Zoom window. It's good for a couple chuckles, oh, and you gotta is. get you gotta get creative on these Zoom calls to to keep yourself sane. I mean, those I do a lot of those virtual happy hours too, and I found that the it you can do one and it's great like with old friends or something after that you have a point like you can you can yeah. play a, you can play game, trivia game i actually played cards with some old buddies the other day which was weird because everybody had their own deck so <laughs> technically you could you're, you're you're doing like a trick you're trying to beat the other guy and the guy pulls the exact same card that you do because he's got his own deck but you get around that you know the other day i was part of a networking group and someone said could you help run this meeting but it was kind of like a happy hour. So it was kind of more social than it was professional. So I went on and I found like a couple dozen inspirational quotes, you know, like the memes that float around the internet. <laughs> yeah. you know? and, every, and I just shared my screen and I just popped one up and I, we took turns. I said, all right, here's this quote. What do you think? Is it, is it great? Is it BS? Yeah. Does it remind you of anything? It just kind of got everybody talking. It was something to do. Yeah. Um, Dave, let's talk about since we're all trapped at home, like have you been loving any Netflix and Hulu shows? I mean, let's I mean the Tiger King, obviously. Everybody's seen Tiger King. Everybody's seen Ozark, which my take on Ozark is people you gotta pump the brakes. It's really not as good as you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Certain people say so if you've if you haven't seen Ozark yet, don't necessarily run out for that. I'll give you a, a sort of sleeper, although I think it's gaining popularity on Netflix. It's a, it's a foreign produced um, TV show called Money Heist, Ooh. which the, the actual the title, which was probably in Italian or something, must have been more catchy than Money Heist because that like <laughs> dinero, just, senora. Exactly. Just Money Heist. <laughs> money Heist sounds like, oh, we stole money from. Ching. Yeah. But it's 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 just your typical like heist kind of, I would say movie, but it's, it's several episodes and. It's it's really enjoyable. Now it's it's dubbed, so you got to get over that. But once you get around that, they go in and they, they this this team, this trained team of thieves, they go into the Spanish mint. So they go in and they take hostages. So they're not just stealing money; they're printing money because then oh. it's untraceable. So it's kind of a clever scheme. It, it, but 
I just started season two. It goes on. So there's, there's a sleeper for you. And other it's than that. It's a sleeper. And you also have to be able to read. <laughs> well, no, actually, it's, du- it's dubbed. <laughs> oh, it's, it's dubbed. dubbed. That's even yeah, worse. It, yeah, I know. It, it, it's actually painfully confusing because I have the cl- closed <laughs> close captioning on as well. And then the, sometimes the dub sentence is different than the closed captioning oh, sentence because the translator interpreted it differently. I don't know. Oh, well, I heard, I heard, well, Parasite which is the the Oscar yeah. winning Kore- was it Korean film? Yes. Um, I my husband apparently rented it um, and I or bought it or whatever it was and I haven't seen it yet. But I am dying to watch it because I watched the first ten minutes when it was had first come out, um, yep. and it is incredible. And I need to be not only sober and wide awake when I watch it because you have to read the whole thing. Yeah, you do. Yeah, is- and you can't. Right. And if you walk away and like turn your back on the TV yeah. to get a drink or something, you're going to miss something. Cause yeah. You, yeah you're reading. So it's yeah. almost like you have to, you know, I'm, I'm so excited to watch it. And the thing that's nice about this whole quarantine is that I have months, you know, I don't have to, yeah. no one's going to spoil the ending for me because no one else has been able to watch it either because you're going to read the whole goddamn thing. Yes. Right. So, you know, it's out there and for all of you that you know are looking to read a film and and really do that, I, I'm going to suggest Parasite, even though I haven't even gone into it yet. Um, one yep. of the other ones, I got to watch that too. Yeah, watch it. What's what's one of the other ones that you like? Um, let's see. I I did just watch. Season, there's only one season, but the plot against America, mm. which is. Uh, based on a novel, which I didn't even realize. I don't, I like to go into these things kind of cold, but, uh, and the first episode, um, it depicts, it seems like it's a historical drama, multi, multi-episode. It just depicts a, a, a Jewish family in New York and it's just before World War II. And so FDR is running and this new candidate, Matt, uh, emerges. It's Charles Lindbergh, who's, you know, the, the aviator, Charles Lindbergh. And I start, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I don't know the backstory of this, this novel. I don't even know if it's true to life or not. And I say to myself, Charles Lindbergh in politics? I, I, I guess I never knew that about him. And he runs. And then it's like, then all of a sudden, this is just the premise of the, of the thing. It's like they, they announced Charles Lindbergh has defeated uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And I'm like, well, I know that didn't happen. Like, what's going on? That, then I do a little research. It's this alternative version of history. Like, it starts, and, and it's, it's a what-if story. It's what if Charles Lindbergh. And Charles Lindbergh apparently had some ties to the Nazi party um, in real life. But had he won, and Amer- if America had stayed friendly to Germany during World War II, what the hell would have happened? Um, the only thing that's frustrating about that is I should tell people, I just got done with season one. They haven't done season two yet. And uh, I want more like now. I need isn't that kind of like, isn't that kind of like Abraham Lincoln versus the zombies or wasn't it like a series of books? <laughs> vampire like, killer, Abraham Lincoln, vampire, vampire killer. Vampire killer or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't know. But um, one I of the things, that. I know, I didn't either. One <laughs> of the things that I've been really getting into is um, the cats knocking stuff off the back. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like an apocalypse in 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 my in my house here. I'll tell you um, what the pets the pets don't don't lose your thought there, Melissa. But I the, won't. The, the pets are the big winners in this whole thing, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. The dogs and the cats. Everybody's always home all the time, paying them all kinds of attention. Everybody always wants the the dogs. Everybody always wants to take them for a walk. <sighs> the dog the the dogs and the cats to some extent are the they're the kings of this thing. 
I'm sure. Well, Dave, I am so thankful that we have had this opportunity to talk. I have loved every minute of it. As usual, we always have a great time talking. Uh, David Yaz, everyone tune in to Pod 617. They have an entire network of incredible shows. Dave, how many shows are you guys producing right now? Uh, somewhere in the ballpark of three dozen and growing every day. So yeah, check it pod 617.com. There's, there's probably something on there that you like. And if you're interested in podcasting, there are like, you know, small ways to get started and big ways to get started. And um, thank you, Melissa. This is a blast. This I is, know. It's kind of cool being the guest because you, you were my guest before. I know. I was a guest, guest of yours and yes. we'll have to come up with uh, a way for us to actually work more together. And for sure. it's been we will such talk. a thrill. David Yaz. Love you, buddy. Peace. It's been great. Love you too. Okay. Hang in there. <laughs>